You're listening to Hope Gateway Conversations, discussions and presentations of interest to the Hope Gateway community. Inspired by the words of Micah 6.8, our mission is to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. a few task forces in place that have been having conversations and we've been looking at the details, actually making some plans. We are committed to moving forward into a hybrid worship community reality. Hope Gateway is on the way towards getting back together as an in-person worshiping community. Reverend Sarah Ewing Merrill is enthusiastic. She says simply, it feels good. More details will be forthcoming in January when community members will receive a survey. An intentional, carefully paced reopening is hoped for in February. Sarah, we're embarking on a journey into a new future, one that has many steps. And today, let's focus a little bit on how we get to the point where we can regather in person for worship at Hope Gateway. There's a few task forces in place that have been having those conversations, and we've been looking at the details, not just imagining, but actually making some plans. That feels good. At this stage in the pandemic, it feels like the right next step. Even though things are scary right now, we trust that they're, um, that the surge is going to resolve and that, that we will get to a better place than, we're, than we currently are at. Two task forces. Yes, so we have a technology task force that met with consultant person who's done this in their congregation who recommended some technology for us and some practices and procedures and um, have ordered that equipment and are looking at installing it and getting it, testing it in our space. Also, I'm looking at getting some acoustic consulting done at our space because our space is not really great acoustically for general use and also for recording and broadcasting and all of that. That group met one Sunday afternoon and moved forward with some plans. Our how and when task force has had two meetings and was tasked with the hard work of figuring out what's a safe way to get back together in the space. And there's no there's no easy path. There's no perfect solution to that. But we are really clear that we are committed to moving forward into a hybrid worship community reality. We have done in-person worship for years, and we have done online worship on Zoom, with Zoom being the platform where everybody's at, and I'm in my living room, and you're in your living room, and people are in their kitchens, and We have figured out how to do that pretty well. Actually, I think we do it really well, but we, and we've had some in-person worship gatherings outside that we've live streamed and we're, but we have yet to really make those hybrid experiences where the people who are worshiping with us online are equally valued to the people that are there in person with us. So that's our goal, which is not an easy thing to do, but we we're committed to it. You talked about values a few minutes ago, and one of the values at Hope Gateway is inclusion. You talked also about 
the how and when group wrestling with that and how we can be inclusive in a variety of ways, one of which, of course, is being physically present for the in-person worship. Can you elaborate a little bit on that conversation? Talking about COVID and what different people's risks, risk levels of comfort are and what I'm doing and what you're doing and all of that is, it's kind of messy, we discovered. But every single person in that conversation understands that we have a very strong value of inclusivity. But we also understand that there's no way to be fully inclusive to everyone in the time of COVID. Because if we have our little unvaccinated kids running around <laughs> everywhere with their runny noses, our elders who are at risk of getting really sick and possibly dying of COVID aren't really going to feel comfortable in that space. And that makes all of us really sad. It's really sad that we can't go back to the y'all come and be wherever you are and run around <laughs> in whatever way you want. We, I mean, we really love that about our community, but it doesn't feel like we're ready for that at this stage of the pandemic when we, people are, even our vaccines aren't keeping us as safe as we, we want them to be. We just decided what we're gonna do for the next step is this. And then we're gonna do this next step and then we're committed that our long-term vision is hybrid. We, we don't really know what we're going to be doing by next summer for worship, but we know what stage one is, what stage two is, and what stage three is. And we'll figure out stage four when we know more about how our space works and how COVID works and, and all of that. So in stage one or two or whatever number we are at at this point, is there any projection uh, even a wild guess as to when we might regather in some fashion. We're hoping to get the technology installed and learned in the month of January. And we hope that um, by the first Sunday of February, we will have people leading worship from that space. The preacher, the musicians will be leading worship from 509 Forest Avenue to a Zoom audience. And we're going to do that once or twice, depending on how excellently we know how to do that. I think the slow entry also reminds us that hybrid is our goal, so that we're not just focusing on the people who are in the space. We're learning to focus on the people who are online as well. So that's the next step. And then we will invite people to pre-register in a number that we haven't really figured out, but small enough so that we're sure that it <laughs> works in our space and a number that will be increasing as we go. In the first stage, people will need to register to come to worship and everybody will be required to be fully vaccinated in that stage. Because we're singing, we realize that this, we really want to sing. <laughs> and part of why we haven't gathered yet together in person for worship indoors is because we know that singing is a risky activity during COVID. So when we're back in person, we want to be able to sing together. In our first stage, we're going to have everybody who is with us in the space fully vaccinated. And then 
that's going to be a, a small number of people and there'll hopefully be more people who want to be there than will be able to be there on our first Sunday. But hopefully the second Sunday, a new group of people will be able to experience that in-person worship and, and we'll be building the group of people who kind of knows how we do that in the space and is more comfortable being there. I think also there's a level of anxiety that we all have about being in spaces with other people and being with people doing things like singing. We're all kind of easing back in to this new reality and the limitations of it and the freedoms of it. Do you imagine that even though folks are fully vaccinated, in the first few gathered communities that people will, once they're in the space, also be masked? Yes. Everybody will be required to be masked the whole time. And then there's communion as part of our worship service. So would that be similar then to what we have done in the courtyard at Temple Bethel? Well, we're still figuring that out because some, Katie Mears has been a part of these conversations and she consults with Episcopal churches in these, in this area. And one of the options is to like all quickly take your mask off, pop your bread in your mouth, put your mask back on and making sure that everybody knows like this, when you take your mask off, this is when you put your mask back on. Um, logistically, we need to figure out indoors what that looks like. We are committed to having communion. We just need to figure out what distribution looks like and what consumption looks like. That sounds like it's one of the steps on the journey that will have many steps until the point where we get back to um, a new normal of a fully functioning hybrid worshiping community, both at 509 and wherever else folks may be. Of course, that is a great benefit because not so long ago, if it was a snow Sunday, a lot of people wouldn't get out. But now everybody can participate either by electronics or by presence, ultimately by their own choice. Right. Yeah. I think it's really a, a wonderful thing to, you know, if you don't feel great one Sunday morning, but you don't want to miss church, log on. If you're visiting on vacation somewhere and you don't have plans on Sunday morning and would like to remain connected with your community while you're away, you're welcome. And if you live in England or California and you choose us as your community, you can be with us every week. And that's a really wonderful thing. I want to land back on one of the words that you emphasized a few minutes ago and to do a little compare and contrast. A lot of worship communities live stream, which means you're a spectator. Not a lot of interaction, not a lot of input, although still meaningful worship for many. Where we've landed on a hybrid model, which means you're there and you're part of the community, whether you're physically there or you're in your own location. That's the new normal direction we're heading in. So talk a little bit more about how that embraces some of the values of Hope Gateway. Okay, you can edit out this part where I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> I think, takes are good. <laughs> right? Yeah, especially if they're not published. I think that one of the ways that our task force realized that is being inclusive is that we are offering hybrid worship and that everybody who has been connecting with us over the past two years, nearly, on 
worship will be able to continue to connect with us in that way going forward even if we don't even if they don't get a slot on a sunday morning to be with us they can still be a part of us and connected and that's how we can be inclusive and welcoming of everyone hybrid worship levels the playing field in ways that somebody can share a welcome statement from home like they don't have to be in the space to be able to share read the prayer that we're sharing in the morning or uh, you know even god forbid a sermon like could be given by somebody who's not in the space these are things we're still figuring out and we want to do them really well so we don't know how that all works but we i hope Kate, we were really good at sharing the stage if there's a stage and the mic so we're going to be working on that in our living into hybrid worship not that you can't sit in the back row and just be an observer that's fine too <laughs> but if you want to be an active participant from wherever you are we want you to be able to do that so one last question that i want to ask and that is how can people folks in the hope gateway community be helpful to those who are on the two task groups that are helping to map out the journey towards being together again in worship? That's a great question. Our staff is working on a survey, gifts and willingness of various people. And as a part of that, there will be some opportunities for being involved in Sunday morning worship coordination. There's going to be a lot of roles for People running the technology, there's going to be more roles. We haven't had ushers really at Hope Gateway in the past. It's kind of like everybody welcomes everybody, which is great. But now we need somebody who makes sure people know exactly where they're supposed to be, where they're not supposed to be, make sure their masks are covering their noses. We're going to need people present on Sunday morning who have roles, who aren't just there to participate, but who have a role. So those are things we're going to be looking for, and, and those will be things we will be recruiting for. So if you want to volunteer before we recruit you, we would love that too. Look for the survey in January sometime, and it would be an opportunity to express your level of interest and what you want to participate in. Yeah. Sarah, thanks for the conversation today and the update about the two task groups that are working on technology and also the how and when of getting back together in in-person worship and hybrid worship for the Hope Gateway community. Thank you. To learn more about Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine, please visit www.hopegateway.com.